Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. There's nothing better than moving one man from one spot to another against his will. That's the best thing ever. is a star Notre Dame tight end and Tommy Tremor, one of my favorite players to watch. I, I want to go back a little bit with you, though, Tommy. When did you first dedicate your life to football? So, for, that's pretty interesting. I guess really since I could remember, to be honest. My dad was, you know, a big college guy. He played in the NFL for two years. And so I grew up always wanting to play football, literally since I was knew anything. I always thought, like, it's my dream. I'm going to go to college and play football. I'm going to make sure, like, I'm going to play football for a long time. That's what I tried to do. And so my love of the game started since I was three, four, five growing up. I wanted to play tackle football back then, but my parents made me uh, play flag football for a while before I could. But I really, since I was young, that's when the love started. Wow. So what position did your dad play? My dad played safety at uh, – he played safety at UGA, and um, he played cornerback with – the Browns and the Dallas Cowboys, but he was, uh, he was a speedster. He was five eleven, but he was fast. He was one of the fastest people in the league at the time. So where did you get your height from? Honestly, I, it was from my grandpa's side. My grandpa's only like six, two, uh, really, but everyone else, like no one's really higher than six, one and a half, six, two on my mom's side. I just got lucky and got to be able to be six, four. Just out of nowhere. Yeah, really out of nowhere. My brother, he's a freshman in high school. He's already like 6'3 right now. He's a mat. He's a monster. Wow. And, and were you always pretty skinny? Like, was putting on size hard for you to do? I was – I'm pretty young for my grade. So, like, every time – like, I was always just behind a little bit. So, I had to work a little extra to try to gain weight. Like, in recruiting in high school, it was really hard trying to gain weight. I would have to overeat every every single meal, just stuff till I'm almost sick. And that's really how – I ended up get, being able to gain weight at all was just overeating and trying to every single time. And then this off season, it seemed like to me, for at least from my standpoint, you just blew up physically. Like you're thinking oh, yeah. about you now, how did you do that this off season, knowing it's a pretty unique off season at that? So, um, well, during this off season, I worked on, I know Cole, when he left, like, and Mike and Brock and everyone coming in, we had, you know, a big role in this offense going into the off season. 
And with me, I really thought about just focusing on going as hard as I possibly can every single day and everything I do. And the workouts and the runs, I didn't take first. Like, if I wasn't first, I was last. Like, you had to go 110% and everything. And, you know, after we'd be done here, I would go home and eat as much food, but, like, as good food. I would cook up anything like salmon, all that, just to eat as much as possible while going as hard as possible at the same time. So I think that's what's really – and, you know, Bayless. Bayless gets you right every workout. So I can attribute a lot to them. So what positions did you play growing up then in football? So growing up, I was – my main position was a D-end. And uh, I was – I think I'm still a better D-end than tight end. But I would um, – growing up, like, playing D-end, but my high school didn't let me – for some reason, the coach didn't like me. I don't know why. I generally don't know why. I wasn't like any deep. I sucked going up. So, like, I wasn't like a diva or anything. So, I think uh, he just had a vendetta against me for some reason. So, I he just put me at tight end. And I just – it's been like that ever since. He just wouldn't let me play defense. So, I ended up just playing tight end. And look what it got me. So, what makes you say that you're still a better DN than tight end? I just – I think I'm more of, like, a defensive-minded guy. Like, that's why I think I'm pretty good at, like, what I do is I always – I'm never not seeking contact. Like, that was what my dad did, too. He was the hardest hit it, like, just everything. We're all about never being scared of anything. Like, that's one thing I can really attribute to him was just I always, like, love to hit. And getting off the line, like, I remember freshman year, Coach Long made me uh, – used to make me practice after practice with the tackles and play DN against them, too. And it, that was fun, too. Like, I love doing that stuff. Just defense was just – that was my uh, first little love. So, so when did when was the first time you are like, you got to switch away from the defensive side of the ball? And what was your reaction to that initially? So it was freshman year. Going into my freshman year, they were like, I wanted to play, like, DM, but I was literally 160 pounds. So I was like, that's not going to happen. And so I wanted to play receiver. And then I was too slow back then to play receiver. And so they were like, just play tight end. And I was like, uh, okay. And I really, really didn't develop into a full tight end until I got to college because I didn't, like, before, I didn't even know you were supposed to switch hands on the opposite sides of the ball. I would just do whatever. I had zero footwork, zero punch. would just kind of run into guys. And that's one thing that they worked a lot here was just, you know, using your feet work, using your hands. It's all about hands, feet work, power punch, you know, just balance and all that stuff. And this place, I think, after my freshman year, really taught me how to be a complete tight end. It's interesting. How much do you think of your defensive end or defensive skills do you use on a daily basis as a blocker and how so? So for me, I'm always um, whenever I'm going against the DN or anyone, linebacker, whoever it is, I always read what they do. A lot of people, they don't like to use their hands for some reason. And so when I see a DN, I'm always looking, you know, how do they play? Are they like a long guy? Are they a power guy? What are they going to do? And I got a solution basically for like, Whichever kind they are, I'm going to do the complete opposite and know what they're going to do to counter it. So it's just like playing from defense side, knowing how they use their – like I watch a bunch of DN vids about like how Khalil Mack and all a bunch of guys, like how they use up and unders, a bunch of other stuff. And I study that and then use that to uh, study other players and see how they play. And then once you, you know, being in the film and all that stuff, that really just helps me a lot. Do you love blocking as much as you seem to? No, yes, 100%, 100%. There's nothing better than moving one man from one spot to another against his will. That's the best thing ever. You know who else said that to me about two weeks ago? Hmm. George Kittle. 
<laughs> I swear to you, he said it just about verbatim. Do, do you yeah. study him? Like, is he one of your idols when you watch him play? That is, he's 100% is. This entire summer, I watched him every single day. I saw how he loved to block and how he loved to pat, like everything. That's what I really, that's what I look up to. That's what I was trying to really be. What do you what do you try to emulate most? Like when you watch him play, what is it that he does at a caliber that is above the rest of the best tight ends? I think he just has that edge to him. You know what I mean? Like a dude who never is never scared of anything. You know, he's ready to go 100 percent every single time. And that's one thing. You know, it doesn't matter if there's like six ADN. He's going his hardest every single time for that. He's never shying away from anything. And that's one thing like I try to do at the same time. I try not to shy away from anyone. Like no one doesn't matter who it is. Like it's just me versus me. How, how was the idea first brought to you? Like, Tommy, we think you maybe should play a little fullback this year. Like, how, how did they first bring that, present that idea to you? So they told me um, that they want to do, like, a little eye formation. I was like, I'm fine. I'll be a fullback. Like, it's fine. You know what I mean? And, like, that's when I blew up to about 250. And I was thinking, like, if I'm 250 and I'm running down the hole, no one's, no one's going to stop me. You know what I mean? And so every single time I just ran full speed. And it, I mean, who's going who's to out hit me running full speed in there? Uh, so I'm so after that, like we practiced it a bunch in camp. I had to slow down a little bit in camp because I was just going. I loved playing that fullback position. It was just it was so fun. So I just slowed down a little bit. But um, after installing it, it just really clicked on our offense, and that brought like a new kind of fire to us. You know what I mean? Like we're a physical offense. Come, you have to beat us. You got to out hit us. You know what I mean? Totally. I, I love every way that they use you. You wind up being such a pivotal part of every big play. It's like I, I rewind it and I rewind it again. I'm like, oh, there's Tommy again. He's driving his guy into the freaking bench. It's just like that. That is just the mentality of you. My one question, why don't they throw you the ball more, man? I still feel like get you the football. Um, I, You know, it's just how it works. You know, what we're doing is winning and I don't have a problem with that. As long as the team is winning, then that's the best outcome we could ask for. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people ask me that question and I'm not, I don't need, I mean, it's fine. That's fine. I don't, I don't care enough to really like be like, Oh, I need the ball. Like that's if our, if we're winning, I love it. That's all we need to do. Yeah. But I, I feel like it's a way to win more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's like one of those skill sets. That's like, yes, you're a great blocker, but when they throw it to you in the passing game, you run like a deer, like you just take off and nobody can catch you either. Like, so how mm -hmm. much of your passing ability stuff, are you still eager to show the world? And where specifically are you like itching? I'm just, I'm ready for whatever opportunity shows, you know what I mean? And the second I get out there, I'm ready to show out the best, like I can, no one, I never mind. I'll keep it, I'll keep it on the low, but I'll keep it to where when I, when we show our passing game, it's going to be explosive, especially when I get involved, like it's going to be explosive every single time. So I'm just excited for that. Yeah, it's, it's a really unique and fun offense to watch because not only you, baby Gronk, Michael Mayer. Like, when, when was the first time you were like, that guy is going to be something? No, I remember in freshman, I mean, right when we started camp and we started running routes and all that stuff, I was like, hmm, Mike is really doing good. Like, he's running everywhere. Like, for him being a big guy, his routes were crisp, way better than I was as a freshman. Like, everything he did was, you know, he went 100% and everything he worked on. And he really, he really earned what he was doing today. Like I love playing against Mike. What do you, what do you try to teach him? Anything you try to pass down to him? The just little tricks of the trade. Um, you know, Mike is super physical. I love how like he just isn't shy away from contact either. But you know, I try to give him a little technique advice on like how footwork, hands, and all that stuff. Being able to like just not go in head down. You know what I mean? Against a few guys, kind of read what they're gonna do. And I think he's just the sky's the limit for that kid. Yeah. How about playing with Ian Book? So much experience. 
personality wise, leadership wise? What kind mm-hmm. of a leader is he? What, what's his style uh, being the quarterback of Notre Dame? You know, he's uh, books got a little suave to him. I love him, man. He's uh, he's a great person. We have leading the pack. You know what I mean? He's the perfect person. And well, having him at quarterback, it's it's fun. He's always making just explosive plays. You know, sometimes the play will fall down and he'll make plays with his legs. And that's one thing that's very rare in the quarterback these days. Mm-hmm. In that Clemson game, like he just when you guys had to have it most, and he kind of had like that Tony Romo fumble, you know, where it's like he's trying to go get it, put everything he can to get his hands back on mm-hmm. it. There's nothing you could do, and you just feel so bad for him, and they put that camera shot on him. But he played down the stretch in that game like there's no way he was going to lose. Mm-hmm. What do you think of his performance? I think Book, you know, he worked his tail off this entire year for, you know, moments like that. And when it came down to it, one little slip up, that was just one mistake. You know what I mean? Everyone makes a mistake in a play. If one person makes a mistake, it could totally ruin the entire play. It could be minus four on a run. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it was just one mistake. And when he came back, like, we all came together. No one was phased by it. We were like, okay, next play, we're winning this game. Like, they can't stop us. Like, we're going to win this game. And we weren't phased by it. You know, we did our thing. He did what he's saying. Like, two minute, he made it happen. You know what I mean? And that's what I just love about him, man. Describe for me that moment when the game ends and you realize that you just beat Clemson at Notre Dame Stadium. Uh, that w- that moment was pretty insane. That was insane. After, you know, seeing everyone, they throw the pass, do a bunch of lobs. We were just holding our breath for like a solid like 15 seconds. The second it ended, man, we all just exploded. We just went crazy. It was it was awesome. I mean, the students still on the field and stuff. We had to hurry up back inside. But in that moment, that was that was one of the best moments of my life, man. How was that post game in the locker room? Uh, it was awesome. All of us were just teed up, you know what I mean? Everyone dancing, everyone having fun, just knowing we worked for this, you know what I mean? Yeah, when you when you think about your lifetime and all the games you played in, where does that one rank? Definitely 100% number one. It's it's that obvious. It's that clear. Mm-hmm. Do, do you just have a feeling in your gut like this whole season, like even before you played the first time, like mm-hmm. it was going to be a two-round heavyweight fight between you and Clemson? Yeah, I mean, this season, I know we, we're we focused on every opponent. You know, we want to make sure we don't un, uh, overlook any opponent. So we had uh, – of course, we studied, like, going in that Duke, USF, everyone, like, we made sure we were on that first. But we knew, you know, we had that game circled. You know, that's the game we got to perform. You know what I mean? No mistakes can be really made in that. And, you know, um, I think we just prepared the same way we did every week for every uh, other team. And I think, I mean, we saw it. The outcome was what we wanted. No doubt. What What's the most different about this year in the ACC, being in a conference? Um, I mean – being in the ACC, we still played pretty good opponents uh, out of the ACC last year and all that stuff, too. And I think being in the ACC, I mean, it's still being a conference, but it's just like any other schedule to us. You know what I mean? I don't really know any different from, like, hopping in and out and in and out or anything. It's just it's about the same. Yeah. Okay. So North Carolina this weekend. Give me mm-hmm. something on that crew. I mean, Mac Brown, ever since he's gotten there, it's been just a, a, just a 180 from that program. And instantaneously they have been – I mean, I, I just think back to them taking Clemson down to the wire. What was that a year ago that they yeah. took Clemson all the way to almost the final play of the game? What is it that makes them tough? So, you know, I mean, they're a well-coached team. You know, Mac Brown really has turned that place around. And all their players, they're playing – they're hard players. You know what I mean? Every time they're going 100%. And when we're facing them, you know, we have to be on our A game 100% because, you know, when the second you start overlooking anybody, that's, you know, that's a downfall. Program, you know what I mean? And so going into that game, we're just really focused on 
working on our own technique, making sure everything we do is even better than last week and just improving ourselves, really. Mm-hmm. Who, who kind of dishes you notes? Does your dad still give you some notes? Who, who is it that throughout the course of the season, maybe inside, outside the program, that you still – there's always somebody in your life that will give you a note that's just a level or two deeper, you know, mm-hmm. and you just go, I got to implement that this week. Who are those people for you? So, honestly, it would have to be – I would have to say both my both my parents, because my mom and dad, they both are super involved, you know, um, in what I'm doing today. My mom always sends me a text every day, wants to call. My dad does the same thing. He sends me a good text to start the day off and all that stuff. So just, you know, watching what they've done and uh, implementing the tips they've given me and not even just in football, just in life. Um, I think it's really just helped me become a better man and a player. That's awesome. Uh, anything specific your dad coaches you on? Does he, does he give you the defensive perspective or how, how does he put it down to you? He actually is the one who really taught me to like, you got to read. Like he said, every time he was playing safety, he would watch other people go, like he would watch everyone else do their rep and read how they play. You know what I mean? Like the second you know how a player plays, it's a lot easier to try to like, you know, block them or whatever it is or whatever stem them for a route. You know, like how their hips work, how they, if they're a person who likes to sprint back, you know, deep in the cover, scared, knows their speeds, got to keep up with them, you know, all that stuff. Like, really just him showing me that, uh, you know, studying your opponent is a big part of this game is um, really what I love. It's huge. I remember just talking to Aaron Donald a couple of weeks ago. One of the things he said was that ever since about his sophomore, junior year of college at Pitt, he had a notebook. It's the same notebook that he's always had where he has a scouting report on every lineman he's played going back to his junior year in the ACC. So he said he'll still pull it out and look at guys, what they were doing in college, what they're doing in the pros, what they did their first year, what they did their fifth year. Do you do anything like that? Or how do you go about remembering the notes that you take down on opponents throughout a week? Well, um, you know, all the tight ends were together and all that stuff. So we always get a little preview before the week. But, you know, a few of us will go in, study a little extra, you know, the main thing is like when you're at home and you're on your own iPad with uh, the film on it is studying that on your own. So I think using that is a big part of uh, being able to identify your opponent's strengths. Probably even bigger part this year was the iPad thing always a big factor. Mm-hmm. It's always been a big factor. But this year, you know, being not being able to go in, you know, in closed spaces more than a few people and all that stuff and having masks up. It's just to be in a comfortable setting, taking notes, everything down, uh, being able to do that at home is really big on the iPad. It's awesome. Give, give me your dream in five years, man. Where do you want to be in five years? What do you hope to do? Oh, man. I mean, the dream is just to live a happy life, to be honest, you know, just be happy. But of course, uh, of course, man, I want to be able to be playing football from now. But if not, then then just being able to live a good family life. You know what I mean? Just having yeah. at least fun after college. Yeah, you're going you're to be having plenty of fun. You're going to be playing football, too. Tommy, we appreciate you taking some time, man. Best of luck. Having a great year. Finish it strong. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Thank you. Teets and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. 
Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 